You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are back after Prime. Insane, insane, insane. John, what'd you think? Prime? Insane is the word, man. We we blew past all kinds of sales um, projections and it, everyone was happy and it was a crazy week. That's awesome. That's awesome. Before we jump into it, obviously, we came off of a, a good prep video from Nick. He really helped uh, the audience understand what is it that we do here at Bendo. But not only that, but he provided really good recommendations in terms of if you're a seller, what to do, right, leading up to Prime. But first and foremost, let me introduce myself. My name is Vinny. I'm Director of Account Strategies here at Vendo. Super excited to have our guest here, John Teal. He has never done a pack podcast before here at Vendo, so this is his first. And John, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. John Teal. I'm an Amazon strategic account manager with Vendo. Um, have a, a long history of working in e-commerce and closely with Amazon. Um, been with Vendo five or six weeks now, um, and it's great. I'm really enjoying everything I do. Um, and we had a, a really great week. I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. Thanks, John. And as you know, as our audience sees, five to six weeks. And let me tell you what, John came in rolling. He came in firing. And we can't uh, be more grateful to have a team player like John come and make the impact that he did. So super excited to have you, John. In fact, we're matching t-shirts, so that's even better. So, hey, <laughs> literally we know. All right, John, so I'm going to throw some, this is pretty much, this conversation today is really going to highlight post-prime, right? Um, I think there is a benefit to understanding the results that we saw during different categories. And I think there's also um, a benefit to perhaps Grab what Nick did. He gave us four to five good action items to prep and see how that played out um, across our brands, right, John? So I think it's gonna be more of a conversation, a Q&A. Uh, this is the first, I've, I've usually, uh, for those that follow us on, on all of our podcasts, I usually, uh, I'm heavy on data and Russell would be my, my co-partner on this, but I, I thought I'll give it a different perspective. Maybe I'll, I'll, what I wanted to really um, give that perspective of what the account manager saw, how does it, what is it that they went ahead and prepped? And later on, I'll bring in uh, Russell so that we can perhaps um, just discuss even further uh, from a data perspective, what is it that we saw? But John, by all means, uh, I think one of the first things that, you know, June, uh, Prime happened in June 21st, 22nd, so it was a Monday and Tuesday, a little bit different, right? Um, a little bit different just because it was at the beginning of the week versus the end of the week. Did you find any difference there, John? I don't think I did. It was it was kind of funny that it was a it was a um, you know a Monday Tuesday. Um, you know, typically those are fairly sales lower sales days, so maybe that was part of the strategy on Amazon's part. Um, but as, in terms of results, I I don't think we saw any difference at all. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And uh, one thing that it, that uh, I kept thinking is it's the end of the quarter too, so therefore they pushed it towards the end of June just to make up for that quarter. I don't know. You know, we never understand how Amazon uh, chooses these dates, but the one thing that we do know is that we prep for it. And I think that's a really good transition point um, to our conversation today. So prepping ahead of Prime. John, how was your inventory as we led into Prime? What did you see? Um, you know, obviously we, you know, we're heavy on the Prime exclusive discounts via FBA, but did you see any anything play out in terms of FBM? And, and you know, just give me your perspective there. Yeah, I, I, I did. Um, and there are several of our brands that, um, you know, have products that are solely FBM. 
Um, you know, and I think those were in play just as, as heavily as the FBA products. But we worked with, with our, our brands um, in, in the weeks and months leading up to Prime Day to really strategize on inventory. Um, and, and I think you're right to call out Nick's um, podcast. He, he laid out the absolute basic essential framework for Prime Day prep. Um, number one inventory and since that's often the the longest lead time of what we need to do you know that that's what you got to attack first and for everyone that, that was able to you know there's always going to be some supply issues here and there or some raw material issues here and there but everybody that we that we were working with was on board on getting fully stocked up and if you know if, if the fba inventory was a question and if we there was an fbm backup inventory we definitely went after that as well to make sure that we were stocked in in all possible places a hundred percent. And one of the one of the things that I saw on one of my brands was um, we had the prime exclusive discounts, right? That nice little teal badge that we saw on the pages that obviously grabbed your attention and you knew and you knew that there was something that, you know, it was an offer that you couldn't pass. You couldn't resist. And that re really drove conversions. But I think what happened was, too, and this is what we saw with a few of our brands was once FBA inventory ran out, we had a supplement, which was FBM. But that blue teal went away, right? Because it's not prime, it's not via prime anymore. It's not using FBA inventory. But the good thing is that we had a discount coming to play. So it was a really good backup so that we can continue driving conversions. And sure enough, that discount still drove conversions. Don't you think, John? Absolutely. And there, there were certain brands that I, I think performed, may have even performed better with some of those coupons. Um, you know, than necessarily on the, the prime inclusive discount. I mean, I, I'd have to back that up with data, I think, and maybe Russell would be the, the king of that, but um, at, at least as well. Um, and one in particular um, just blew out the coupons leading up and are, are blowing them out in, in the lead out as well. No, no, absolutely. So I think you, you mentioned something where it could help us transition to our next point, which is ads, right? Our teams were, our ad team were hawks. They were pretty much looking day in, day out. My hat goes to the ad team. Um, at Vendo, we do believe in, in automation, but we also believe that there is a human touch to, to making sure that we're not maxing out our budgets, that we're communicating directly with our brand partners, and that we're providing that transparency, especially if things are being maximized, don't you think? Yep. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I, I think it is a good combo of, of automation and, and, like you said, the human touch. You know, our, our ad, the ad team was reaching out to me and directly to brands throughout the two days and the leading up just saying, hey, we maxed out this budget on this campaign. Can we get your approval to, to up it? Because it's it's it, it's generating sales and we got to keep the ball rolling. So they, they were all over it. They did a great job this year. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think what we did here at Vendo was definitely provide that postmortem that our brands are looking for. Right. Those call outs, those benefits, those key highlights. Um, anything within that data that you think really outstood or perhaps uh, stood out the most? Yeah, as far as the learnings after the fact, um, you know, I, I think I do think the advertising campaigns are, are super vital, um, you know, and I think some of the things we learned is that we, we planned for those campaigns. We, we identified the, the key products to work with or the or the product lines. You know, and there were some surprises where maybe a, a secondary product or a secondary line 
performed just outperformed like crazy over the budgets in an ad campaign, you know, and, and we, we threw more budget at it as we could, but that was for me, at least a, a really big learning for, for next time around um, or, or for coming up promotions like um, Black Friday or, or the holidays, which is focus on, on not just the, the hero skews or the, the key items make sure that you look back at performance. And if there's a, a second line or a, a second set of products that were, you know, had a huge ROAS or, um, you know, really outperformed, throw a little more budget their way next time. Um, or, you know, another way to look at it is throw a little bit more budget now um, and keep some of that momentum going. Um, you know, we have the coupons running right now leading out of Prime Day. But if we see a lot of really good momentum from those, um, you know, I think that's that strategy building for our team and for our brands. Love it, love it. Guys, you, you guys are hearing it from an actual account manager. John is driving these brands. He's communicating with our clients. We're growing our clients. And most importantly, we're looking into the catalog. We're seeing what's working. We're seeing what's driving revenue. And don't forget, BSR is really important. We've seen improvement in BSR throughout the push, beginning main event and also leading out. Love it because why yeah. does BSR? Why is BSR such an important factor? It helps us reposition our products at a higher ranking as we go into quarter three and quarter four. Right? Q four, huge. So, hey, John, Q four. I'm gonna bring you back on stage, and yeah. then we can have the same conversation, and then you're gonna tell me come January how Q four went. But more excited. What are your thoughts on BSR, John? You know, I was thinking about that too. So the bestseller rank, um, you know, and 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 the category question. I'm I'm working with with one or two brands that are new to Vendo right now and and are kind of finding their way with Amazon, um, and identifying the right category to be to, to the right search node, the browse node to to put them in. Um, and there's a number of reasons to do that. One is exactly what you just said. You know, when we're heavily promoting and or launching a, a page one campaign that, to drive up the the results in a category, um, that that's vital. It's vital to be identified perfectly. Um, then our ad team and our marketing team can also take that and run with it um, because it, it's you know even if it's a it's a mid range item, it's better to be number you know, 98 in a subcategory than number, you know, 8,000 in a larger category, you know, the, the sales look the same, but then you can really target it and you can target moving up that particular category list. I think that's, it's a great strategy year round, but to your point, Vinny, um, you know, when we're in a, in a focused promotional period, super vital. Exactly. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, guys, this was a quick roundup. I hope this helped. I hope you understand that you know, you really got to think about your inventory as a recap inventory, your coupon strategies or your discount strategy. And then obviously traffic leading in into on Amazon. We didn't talk about off, off, uh, off Amazon traffic because Nick did cover that. But I do want to say at the moment, what we're doing at Vendo is understanding what brands won the most with a whole entire suite of tools, right? And that including external. So more to come on that. Uh, but obviously, it's super beneficial to driving that traffic back into Amazon. We already know that during those main events, there was already so much traffic. Our job is let's convert these people that are searching for something that they want to buy, right? These customers. And that's our number one priority. So our listings as account managers, our listings need to be optimized. Um, our titles need to be fully optimized. We're looking at BSR, A-plus content, all that good jazz. So 
Um, in closing, John, do you have any other tips as we go into Q3, Q4? You know, I, I don't think so beyond um, making sure that you're really looking at all the data coming out of the out of June. Um, you know, I, I think it can build towards Q3 and Q4. Um, it can get us through kind of the, the, the summer period before back to school, fall, holiday, you know, end, end of the year, new year, new you. Um, you know, use the data. There's tons of data out there. Um, Vendo has lots of resources to mine that data. Um, I think working as a as a partnership and a team, you know, we can look at a really, really positive Q3 and Q4. Absolutely. So shout out to all the teams, all the internal team here at Vendo. Shout out to you guys sellers that, if, you know, if you guys did your, your strategy and took notes of what Nick had recommended, shout out to you guys. We hope to hear any feedback. Hopefully you guys killed it. Uh, we're super happy at Vendo. Uh, John, we're super happy that you joined Vendo at the perfect time. Uh, yeah. But most importantly, see you guys next time. We'll bring more content. John, don't be shy. Let's do more content. Let's generate more content because, Absolutely. you know, anything could be valuable to anyone watching this. So I'm a true believer that if we're able to come back and just, you know, really showcase what we've done and, and, and really be transparent, I think anyone can benefit from this information. So again, John, thanks again. Thanks for showing up. Guys. If you miss Russell, he'll come back with us, I promise. Uh, thanks again, everybody. See you guys.